This is a Stimulus Network podcast. Hi, I'm Maurice. I'm an executive by day and a wild man by night. Hi, my name's Monroe. Uh, you've probably already noticed that I have incredibly blue eyes. Hi, my name is Phil. Uh, most of my friends call me Big Phil. Hi, my name's Mike, and if you're sitting there watching this tape smoking your cigarette, well, hit the fast-forward button, because I don't smoke, and I don't like people who do smoke. Online dating is probably just old-fashioned sort of dating agencies brought online, but has become fantastically more popular as a result. My name is Martin Graff. Uh, I'm a senior lecturer in psychology at the University of South Wales, and my principal research interests are in online dating, online relationships, and the psychology of social media. Well, basically what we're looking at is the decision-making on sort of dating apps so, and gender differences in that. So we're looking basically at um, decision-making times and who make faster decisions and also the kind of types of decisions people make to um, being presented with different uh, dating stimuli. Dating online is kind of very different, I suppose, to dating face-to-face. Um, I think we've got to remember really that online dating is mainly a... Uh, an introductory service, so it introduces people to each other and you know, after we've met you obviously have to do the rest. But the way in which we meet is rather different to the way in which people meet face to face. So you're, you're introduced based on uh, various details such as a profile picture and a, and a description, whereas when people meet face to face they might know each other beforehand, uh, see lots of aspects of the way in which they behave. For example, I don't know how they talk, how they walk, uh, how they dress, how they act and so on, which all of which we don't get through online dating. One way in which online dating affects our behaviour is that we're sort of probably uh, convinced that we get a lot more choice than we might get face-to-face. So it's far more disposable, if you like, in terms of you know, how we can sort of move from one person to the next. And years ago, when we didn't have online dating. People met face-to-face. People met somebody, well, years ago, maybe in their village or their town. And you, know, you had a kind of relatively limited choice. Uh, now through online dating, we've got more choice. Uh, perhaps it makes us sort of want to move on to the next person uh, a little bit quicker than we might have done before. So the way in which relationships are initiated perhaps is different online to how they are face-to-face. Um, so face-to-face, um, you, you're kind of kind of maybe dancing around somebody, metaphorically speaking, um, you know, kind of signaling your attraction perhaps early on. Um, meeting to online dating is almost a sort of, you know, um, presumption perhaps that you're both on online dating to meet somebody you agree to go on a date um, and there's that presumption between the two of you perhaps that you're looking for a date which when you meet somebody socially um, you've got to convey that to them um, you know through that kind of social interaction through online communication we know that people are rather you know less inhibited about what they what they do what they say uh, and that comes through with online dating also um, just anecdotally you hear stories of you know people saying things which they might not obviously say face to face online so there's a different kind of interaction I guess you know people are saying a lot more um, a lot sooner and maybe sometimes a lot too quickly um, than they might face to face we were mainly looking into um, speed of decisions made uh, and we were looking at responses to sort of lower than attractive uh, medium attractive or above average attractiveness um, stimuli and seeing how many of in each of those groups people chose 
what we found was that females tended to make sort of fairly rational decisions in as much as they chose fewer of the lower attractiveness, uh, then they chose some of the medium attractiveness, and they chose more of the higher attractiveness. Whereas males, the, the pattern was fairly random. They didn't seem to sort of have any pattern. They chose just as many uh, non-attractive people as they did uh, attractive people. And that kind of goes with what you know, previous research on Tinder has found, is that you know, males are kind of capitalising on their chances, as it were. Uh, just trying to swipe right or say yes to as many as they can. Well, the gender difference probably comes from um, what years ago Robert Trivers called parental investment theory. Basically that because females invest more time in rearing children, uh, males don't, at least in years ago they didn't. Um, so because of that, females have to be far more selective, far more careful about the partners they choose. Uh, males don't have to be that selective because they can just move on to somebody uh, theoretically very, very, very quickly afterwards. which I see AI is, I guess, is providing us with a bit more sort of information about people, uh, giving people a bit more information about ourselves from the way we act on the internet, not just on online dating, but we can get data through uh, the way in which we act on social media or um, the way in which even you know, we conduct our sort of online banking. It gives people an, an impression of us, or, or that data rather can be used to form an impression of us. Maybe it's kind of another gimmick as well, in as much as you know, people kind of complain sometimes that they don't get any success through online dating, and there's an expectation that we might, and it's just another thing which you know, um, can be used to sort of you know, possibly get people together. So when you meet somebody face to face and you know them beforehand, uh, you've kind of formed an impression of them and you have expectations of them. And with online dating, you're effectively going on what are blind dates. The way in which you act towards people and the way in which they act towards you. And maybe, uh, you know, after a few dates, perhaps that you decide, well, you know, I want to move on to somebody else. And you've got the feeling that you can. The way in which we act online is, is rather different to how we act face-to-face, -face, for sure. Um, that's been established for quite a long time. Um, there's a thing called the online disinhibition effect, which suggests that people act very uh, differently, perhaps, online than they might act face-to-face. -face. People are a lot braver, um, will say a lot of things you know, online that they might not do face-to-face. -face. So, yes, uh, you know, the uh, impressions formed us uh, through our behaviour on the inter internet uh, might be rather different. The AI side of online dating is just a kind of uh, refinement or, or uh, elaboration, if you like, on online dating. So rather than just be presented with static profile pictures and uh, a little sort of biog, um, people are talking about videos and things, people are talking about maybe gene testing and looking at compatibility through that. Match have a system called Lara, which can you know, suggest dates to you and tell you what kinds of questions to ask them and who you might be more compatible with. How much that will take off, um, people have speculated as to whether, whether that would be any use at all, um, because Tinder, one of the attractions is that it's quick and easy, you don't have to really sign up or take too long to sign up Tinder, and you can be sat on your sofa swiping away um, within minutes um, if you had to send off a gene test or if you had to sort of compose a video. Uh, whether that would be appealing to anybody um, is maybe another matter. Well, one of the genetic aspects um, is to do with immune systems which are uh, compatible, which are dissimilar. Um, one of the ways in which we can tell that 
is through how somebody might smell to you. That's not the way they smell through their uh, uh, perfume or cologne, but it's their kind of natural smell. Um, so if people smell good to you, um, basically, then they might have you know, dissimilar immune systems. If you reproduce with someone with a dissimilar immune system to yourself, uh, then you're going to get stronger offspring than if you um, reproduce with someone with a, a similar immune system. Well, how that works in online dating is that if you did that kind of gene test, and then the dating site would presumably match you up with somebody who is compatible with you. I think online dating offers just an alternative way to meet people. remember as well that there are some people perhaps who might not go out I and mean, then they might not be sociable so online dating can offer something to them um, which they wouldn't have had before. I don't think we should sort of abandon online dating and certainly the data coming through now suggests that um, you know, more and more people are using it and the kind of um, sustainability and satisfaction within relationships through online dating tends to be higher um, than those who met face to face.